Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, at the front of the queue is Josh. Hello. Hello there. How's it going? Very good, thank you, Tom. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. I'm really hoping uh, that the dear listeners have not had to listen to yet another little disclaimer from myself at the top of this episode, warning them as to impending audio quality of doom. Yeah. We have tested thoroughly think we have identified a problem that has afflicted the last couple of episodes and you should be hearing our voices in quality hitherto undreamt of i watched the avengers last night <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that quote came to mind and i'm quite proud of its use there considering i've never heard it used in any other context whatsoever sure but uh here we are we're back we are another back. podcast about theme parks if you're a returning listener uh, thanks very much for being back with us. If you're new, then welcome aboard. We hope you enjoy this week's show. There's been some news to talk about. Last week, there wasn't really. It was no, the first yeah. episode of 2019. Yep. Our 10th episode. What a milestone. Oh, who would have thought? Who would have thought? We would have made it to 10 episodes. Not uh, me. No, me neither. But um, before we dive into the news, Josh, something you've been spending a, a fair amount of your week doing based on the progress you've made Yep. in your save game, yep. is uh, more Parkitect, yes. which we spoke about quite a lot last week. It's something we'd played, we'd both played quite a bit of over Christmas. Uh, I've not been able to play any this week, but uh, you've kept up with it. Yes. How's it been treating you? Pretty good. Um, I've learnt some uh, tricks of the trade oh, yeah. since then. Um, been scouring the subreddit some more. Yeah. And yeah, it's been uh, you know different levels. It's like Oh, I can't. No one could get the um, one of the ratings high enough for to get one of the achieve uh, one of the goals on one of the levels. Right. So I was like, oh, scouring subreddit and seeing how people would like got around. You mean like it approval and, rating of yeah? Of the so park. they yeah. So one of them is um, how much they're enjoying it. Yeah, the enjoyment yeah. level. And there's like happiness and there's oh, satisfaction, satisfaction, and those sort of like things. That. Yeah, yeah. And on one of them, which is Adventure Archipelago, I believe it's called, uh, which is like a group of uh, islands yeah. that you have to build on. Yeah. And you have to get the one of those ratings up to 70%. Right. And basically, if you don't research drinks, it will always be... You won't ever be able to get it. That's that's very or specific. it's really hard to get it. How did somebody find this out? Just experimenting endlessly. Yeah, they were researching shops and got drinks and put drinks down in it. You oh, know. right. Without wanting to jump ahead at all, but I think I can get away with it because it's really only a, a news in brief piece. But Bush Gardens would seem to uh, agree that they the would. key to guest satisfaction is in fact drinks because yeah. they are bringing back free alcohol yes. for the first time. And I don't know how long. I always remember going to SeaWorld as a kid and Bush Gardens when yep. they were owned by Anheuser-Busch. Yep. And um, my dad would always enjoy a, a free pint. Yes, at the, uh, the a hearty beer, beverage in the beer gardens at both parks, and then they they got rid of them because neither of the parks are owned by Anheuser Busch anymore. No. Obviously, Busch Gardens has kept the name for brand purposes, but um, there's no actual presence there anymore of Anheuser Busch really. So uh, I don't yeah. know exactly what the nature of the free beer is. Is it is it exclusively Anheuser Busch stuff? Again, is well, it some sort of legacy deal or no, is it so just I, anything? So I know a little bit more about this. I'll have three Jager bombs, please, mate. <laughs> and a tequila. <laughs> uh, 
and I throw the tequila overside to one of the animals, and it goes absolutely mental. Yeah, indeed, rampaging. Um, you, so, you don't have to pay for them if you uh, down them at the top of Shikra. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. up for it. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Um, so they've got this sort of craft beer thing going on right. over at Bush Gardens. That they, uh, they were sort of doing, it kind of fell out of favour, and they're trying to bring it back. Right. Uh, so you can, there's like a like a craft beer club that you can join, and you get um, a mug, like a tankard, that is then yours, and every time you go there, they will pour you your beer in your tankard, and it, it gets kept on premises. But I was going to say, you don't have to carry a tankard around everywhere, really. No. That would be... They, they have like lockers behind the bar right, with all the tankards in, oh, okay. and they go to your... Well, It'd be like a judgment call, like right? Am I going to Bush Gardens to go on rides, or am I going to Bush Gardens to drink? Because if I'm going to drink, mm. I can't go on the rides because I can't bring the tankard on. It's true, but if but it's I fine. Want to do rides? I can't drink because I have no tankard. But n- not to worry, because it's just always there at the bar for it's a you. Way of getting you to pay for the lockers. Sign up to our beer club, get a tankard. But if you actually want to go on rides, you're gonna have to just put it in a locker. I'm afraid. So pay up. Yeah, but but no. Because they keep them behind the bar. That's why I don't run theme parks, I guess. Uh, yes, that's mm. one of the reasons. One of them. <laughs> yeah, just the one. But... Yeah. And they, so they're going to have uh, rotating beers uh, on a regular basis. Um, I think they've got the monthly r- rotation and maybe weekly rotation on like a weekly, you know, beer of the week sort of thing. Right. Uh, and that's what the samples will be from. Can you get beer at any other theme parks? Uh, yeah. D- Universal. They do beer there, do they? Yeah, and... Can you get Duff beer there? You must be able to. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can. You can. You can get Krabby... Not Krabby, Pays. Um, Krusty beer. Burgers, sorry. Oh, Krusty Burgers. And yeah. um, the Donuts. The, yeah. The, the iconic Simpsons Donuts. Of course. Um, I mean, we could get them in sick form, so... It's basically. true. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong, actually. Our school basically did do the, the big pink Simpsons Donuts. Yeah. And, oh, God, I don't want to think about how... They were real bad. They were. I mean, everyone is obviously... Everyone gets more health conscious as they get older. And in this day and age, you can't go five minutes without seeing something that tells you how terrible you are for eating that one thing that one time. Yes. But, oh, man. Like, I'd, I'd wonder if 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 the, like, year nines and tens of today, are they are they still eating those donuts? Or do they even have them at the school anymore? They, well, they don't have them in year, for year nines and year tens anymore. Right, you can only get them in six form. Oh, that's right. I think I think they made that change while we were still yeah, there. Yeah, it's Jamie so, Oliver. Like you were considered old enough to make your own bad decisions yeah. when you got to six form. It's like, yeah, just have the bad donuts and the terrible paninis. Yeah, it's terrible. You've had half your calorie intake by break time, but whatever. You were up all night studying anyway because you're doing the IB. So exactly. I mean, our school didn't have a football team and people always used to think it was because they were high and mighty over rugby, but maybe they were just like, you lads eat so much shit. If we make you run around for 90 minutes, some of you might not make it. <laughs> so it's in your interest if you just, let's just not play football if you're going to eat all this crap at break time. But Yeah. Boy. Um, I think Disney does as well. Disney, you can does buy beer. Booze, do they? Yes. Oh, right. Uh, not at Magic Kingdom. You probably have to take out a mortgage to buy Mickey Mouse branded yeah. beer though, don't you? At Hollywood Studios for sure. Right, because oh, that's the grown-up part. Yeah. What about Epcot and when Epcot, they do their food festivals? I mean, they do a food and wine festival. Yeah. So, yes, obviously. Right. Yeah. I mean, Disneyland Paris clearly do because they've got some pretty fancy restaurants. That's yes. what you saw. It would well, be pretty rubbish if you turned up to that really posh-looking Remy place and were like, no, nah, apple juice only. Yeah. Sorry. 
Well, I mean, obviously Epcot has England and Germany. It's true. Synonymous for beer. Yeah. Uh, France and Italy, well known for wine drinkers. Yeah. Yeah. Japan does uh, sake. Right. So obviously also alcoholic. There aren't quite this many drinks options in Parkitect, though, are there? Uh, like no. Soft drinks and orange juice. Yeah. Coffee. Bubble tea. You can get tea. Bubble tea. Oh, bubble tea. What's yeah. bubble tea? I don't even know what that it's, is. It's made of bubbles. Sure. Okay. It's a. It's a. What, so it's like carbonated. It's tea? a hipster thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's. Mm, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't really like tea at the best of times. The idea of of buzzy, bu- buzzy bubbly tea, like fizzy tea. Fizzy tea. It's not fizzy. It's weird. It's just. It's got like. It's made of like big bubbles. I don't. I don't I, get it. I don't get it. I don't know. Mm. But with Parkitect, are you finding that it's getting quite sort of challenging and and as you yeah. go because you're only doing the campaign right yes so how much leeway do you actually have over the creative side of things when you're running the park or are you more focused on the business i'm more fo- personally more focused on i'm gonna nail these uh goals oh okay you know make it profitable get a theme park goals the, yeah 2019 uh, goals i am uh thought park not disney fair enough which you know is counter to everything that I agree with, <laughs> Fair but enough. you know, got got to make that money. Yeah, and and now that you've spent some more time with it, how's it holding up compared to the uh, theme park games of yesteryear? Pretty good. The uh, one thing I have problem with, it, I guess, is uh, how much the sort of sh- little bit where it shows how much money you're getting in. It's not live, so if it says like positive. It doesn't update in like like it's not constantly updating. No, it's like monthly. Oh updates. right, so you could make decisions that you think will sort it, and then when the next month comes, you might have you might have to yeah. readjust your strategy again. Yeah, almost. I mean, you it's can not... see it live if your money is going up or down. Oh, oh right, but the thing that says how much it is going up or down by every month doesn't update until the next month. Right, if that makes sense. Yeah, so. I mean, it could say, "Oh, you're like losing four hundred pounds a month," but yeah. actually, you can see that you're actually making money. It just hasn't updated yet. Oh, I see. Which doesn't make any sense to me. Fair enough. Uh, and that isn't how it worked on previous games. No. And you mentioned uh, to me earlier in the week. You've been sending me links. That I'm very excited to check out from the Steam Workshop. Yes. Where uh, players have been creating their own assets for the game and then uploading them for other people to use. Among them, inevitably, even at this early stage of the game being out, is a load of Disney-themed uh, stuff. Yep. Mostly just building types, right? Yeah. Things like that. No one's made Splash Mountain yet or anything like that. Uh, not as far as I've seen. No. Uh, but Do you I'm... know how wild the creation tools could you be? Could, like you the could certainly can make... Can somebody make a Br'er Rabbit? Or, no. Oh. I mean, like in comparison, the size of the Br'er Rabbit would be quite small right but you could build the ride in the say in the right shape yeah and then you know the the structure around that and then not necessarily do the inside bits i found a uh, little brer rabbit and brer fox figurine that i have had for many many years oh, the wow. other day i've been readjusting redecorating my room yes and uh as we all know um, i'm not short of a few figurines josh no uh but these ones are very old, and I, I completely forgot that I even owned them. So it was pretty cool. I've now got a little Br'er Rabbit 
and a Brer Fox from the uh, Magic. I think they were from the World of Disney store in uh, downtown Disney, as it was then. Wow. They used to have those big sort of, just big sort of crates, really, of these little... Just toys. couple of inch yeah. figurines that you could just pick a mix. It was like a pick a mix for little toys, really. And I had a couple of those, but yeah. I actually, when I found them, I, I was then... T- drawn to the internet to look up other Splash Mountain merchandise. Of course. And I know you're not the biggest fan of pop figures. I feel like there's occasionally an exception to that rule. Yeah. Um, and one of them that I think might be an exception is they did do a Splash Mountain one. Yes. Uh, which I really wanted to get, but they were... The Rabbit, the Fox and the Bear in the log. Yeah. That which was, looks really cool. It was really hard to get. It's probably really hard to get. And then they also did... They, they, I'm pretty sure they're sold out. Yeah, I think it was a theme park exclusive. Yeah, they and did it on... You could get it through the app. but uh, Like the Funko Pop app? No, there's like a Disney oh, right. shop app. Oh. Shop Disney, I think it's called. Because then they also did an Indiana Jones, but he was also a theme park thing, which yeah. I found a bit strange, because like, Indiana Jones, I don't associate with a theme park necessarily, whereas... In this day and age, Bray Rabbit, yeah, it's like well, no one's going to watch that film anymore. So uh, when you well, see the Bray Rabbit, you only yeah. really think of the. I have a copy ride. of that film. Do you? Yeah. Oh. It's kind of weird that you keep watching that replete. It's true, I know. But, you know, what can I say? What can I say? Um, you know what we could say? We could say that it's time to talk about the news, Josh. Oh, actual news. That isn't just, oh, there's now beer at Bush Gardens again. Oh. Although, whether or not there's any news of that magnitude. It depends on your point of view, really. But that could be big news to some people. It could well be. Some Disney Marvel news, which we've kind of been uh, coming back to quite regularly, I feel like, over the last month or so. They've kind of been yeah, drip-feeding drip feeding it out, you know, bit some by more bit. information as it becomes more of a, of a reality. And I think because inevitably everyone's attention, or most people's attention, really is oh, what, the Marvel stuff they might do in California and Florida, Yeah, some of which they've obviously already done in California and stuff is underway in Florida. Um, people have kind of maybe forgotten that stuff is way more further along the line in other parts of the world. Absolutely. And they've thrown out a fair amount of info this past week on the Ant-Man and the Wasp attraction that's coming to Hong Kong, is it? Yes. Yeah. And... It's something that I was more excited about before I knew that it was just a reskin of a Buzz Lightyear ride, and I assume by that it's the same Buzz Lightyear ride that everyone's pretty familiar with from other Disney parks. Yeah. But let's just pretend. Let, let's ignore that for the time being. W- what did you make of the like behind the scenes video that we had a look at before we started recording? Uh, I mean, so you've obviously got Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly uh, are on board. It's true. Not sh- the ride. like No, they're not just on not every on the, single... No. Uh, I assume they're doing like a pre-show thing. Yeah, maybe some film for the actual on-ride experience yeah. as well, maybe. Uh, it depends on how heavily this reskin is. Yeah. Because obviously, if you didn't know that the... You know, it was like a real-life, real props thing that you kind of w- went through uh, and you shot things. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like screens and stuff. It's, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like um Midway Mania. Midway Mania, no. Yeah. And it's quite cool. It's like, you know, props come out towards you and are moving around. And you've got to shoot the Z's. Shoot the Z's. Yeah. Shoot the Z's. Shoot the Z's, mademoiselle. Yeah. Yeah, and the setup for this is what? Bad things happening. I mean, this is the, this is because I've already kind of forgotten because the thing with the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe is that 
obviously most of the films take place in the real world which yep. inherently is a little bit boring yeah and I find that you don't really notice it until they talk about rides and then you go oh this this world is actually well yeah a little with bland the, with the Marvel films you've obviously got well the plot and the characters yes. and the things that make those films fun it's not necessarily the fact that they're set on earth no you know, when you think of the more visually uh, interesting Marvel films they are not set on earth they're either the Guardians of the Galaxy films uh, Infinity War which was obviously mostly in space yep and uh, and then Doctor Strange had a lot of wacky stuff that was otherworldly as well yes whereas Ant-Man this the, the setting for this Ant-Man ride is like a Stark HQ that's been infected by some sort uh, of virus so there's like a Stark Expo that's right uh, but then there's like a data core that is infected uh, and the guy the bad guy has these robots and you mm. have to kill the robots but you're like really small and you're inside the data core. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's very sleek. It's very sharp. It's very, it's a bit soulless, I would say. I think the great thing about the Marvel attractions at Islands of Adventure is, and it's something that you appreciate even more in a way when you see the approach Disney is taking with their Marvel attractions, is that you're in a comic book and all the craziness that can happen in a comic book doesn't feel out of place because you are in this comic book. Whereas because all the MCU stuff is mostly grounded in a version of reality, that being reflected, that doesn't make for as interesting a theme park experience as, as being in like a, you know, a comic book version of, of, of obviously Spider-Man being the, the marquee. Yeah. I I guess Spider-Man is the only one that's in it inherently, good theming as such yeah i guess yeah, that's fair like um, hulk is a coaster and yeah obviously and they did work to that a couple of years ago and improved and it i what, think it? But... dr doom's free fall yeah uh, which yeah. is cool but not exactly well themed as such no the, the queue area is kind of i mean cool. it's cool don't yeah. get me wrong it's, it's but ha- there's only so much theming don't you forget can do the storm for drop- force accelatron josh sorry what the storm force accelatron the uh, storm force accelatron josh don't forget it uh, I don't. I don't actually recall that one. Ah, what is that? It's teacups. It's teacups. It's oh, te- extreme teacups. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the teacups, but you can spin the thing in the middle, which you can do on teacups. Also, can you? Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. you can. I'm not sure. Can't remember now. Yeah. But um, the yeah, the point is that the Ant Man ride looks at maybe visually a little uninspired. Yes. But as you say, they've got Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly on board, so hopefully they can infuse it with a bit and more the, energy. Uh, and the uh, director of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Not whatever. Edgar Wright. No. Can you imagine they should have got Edgar Wright back to do the, oh. just the theme park ride? Like, yeah, we don't trust you to do a whole film, but here, do the theme park ride, because it needs to be a bit zanier. Yes. Than, um, that would have been cool. It would have been. But you probably would never agree to doing something like that. No. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is potentially... Uh, I mean, again, we go back to the question of does Ant-Man have any representation at the Marvel Superhero Island? Like, on the face of it, you'd say, no, nowhere obvious. But then he probably is somewhere because uh, there are I mean, just... some really obscure characters. Like, as, 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 we, as we spoke about a few weeks ago, I remember, Black Panther is apparently represented somewhere. I assume that he was not because yeah. I have repeatedly said, oh, wouldn't it be great to have a Wakanda land at Animal Kingdom? He but is, they can't do it because uh, he's in Islands of Adventure. What's his name? Captain America. No. T'Challa. Yeah. His yeah. name, whoever he is. The actor. Yeah. Oh, I can never remember. He was in a film while I was watching last night. 
Chadwick Boseman. Bosman, yeah, Bos, yeah. Him. What film was that? Uh, Draft Day. Was it good? It's 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 not bad. What's it about? It's about the NFL Draft Day. Oh right. And he plays an uh, a football player. How's Arsenal doing, Tom? Uh, oh, sorry. I'm going to have to uh, shoot some Zs of a different kind. Yeah. I'm going to stay away well, for this podcast. No more. Oh, um, how are Arsenal doing? That's a good question to which I would rather not uh, provide an answer with. Um, yeah, but it's going to be interesting. My, my point was um, going to be is, is this a sign of things to come for other Disney rides? Are they going to be, rather than creating wholly new experiences, are they going to be very reliant on just re-theming existing stuff? Because there's, there's another story we're going to get to in a minute that also um, has people wondering whether a re-theme might be in order. I would be, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, it's always a bit uninspiring in, when that's the route they take because... They're re-theming think... roller coaster, uh, roller coaster, uh, rock and roller coaster. Yeah, Paris. Yeah, that's true. As Iron Man. Yeah, but Guardians is getting a whole new ride. True, but obviously the Guardians ride in California is just Tower of Terror. It's true. Um, if you know that might happen in Paris at some point. Yeah, you wouldn't be surprised if that happened in Paris. So that kind of thing is always a little more underwhelming. I mean, you think of the Harry Potter stuff, for example, and you go to Island to Adventure when all that stuff first opened. Forbidden Journey was the go-to thing. Yeah, and then the other two were like. Yeah, they've done as much as you could maybe reasonably expect, but they're just rethemes. I've done this stuff before, really, yeah. and obviously they've now ripped out the Dragon Challenge, and everyone's extremely excited for what sounds like it's going to be a really awesome new, sure new ride yeah. built from the ground up. And obviously, as much as everyone misses Jaws, it's probably for the best that they didn't just retheme Jaws and like <laughs> replace him with a bunch of creepy mermaids or something I like that. I think they should have just replaced, uh, rethemed Jaws. Just I think that would have been great. Yep. Yeah, maybe that would have been fine. Yeah, like <laughs> they retheme it so that you're on the boat going to the castle, you know, the first years. Yeah, yeah. Little boats and they've just like, it's just it's a shocking violent twist where just Jaws is still there for some reason. But yeah, I, you get inherently less excited about rethemes and reskins than you do about whole new things, obviously. Yeah. And so far, Disney have it would seem be they're seemingly leaning for far more on reskins and rethemes. Yes, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's all speculation at this point, I suppose. Yeah, but yeah, that's Ant Man and the Wasp. Is it Nano Battle? Is its full name? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even that Nano Battle is just like super generic. Yeah, just words. What do yeah. they even mean? Small battle. I think yeah, I think that's... small fight. Yeah, scrap. Ant Man and the Wasp. Scrap. Scrap. That's what they should have called it. Um, Handbags. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other re-theme that I was alluding to oh. is of the Tomorrowland Speedway. Yeah. They've started pulling some of that out yep. to accommodate the work they're doing to build the Tron light cycle coaster. Tron. Yep. Um, which, by the way, that looks awesome. Because that's it does. already... Is that in Hong Kong as well at the moment? Uh, that, Shanghai. Is it Shanghai? Yeah. That looks really cool. Yeah. Is it's that so cool? Like one of my yeah. When I look around the world at the other Disney parks, that's one of the rides that I, you know I'm yeah. excited to see come over. Uh, but it does mean pulling up some of the speedway, presumably closing the speedway for the time being. Yeah, also. the speedway will be closed for the time being. Yeah, uh, the train line is also closed. What completely, or is it just skipping tomorrow? I guess it can't just skip. It, it can't just it? skip. No, no. But there's part of the track is also taken up, so you can't can't complete its journey. So I don't know if it. 
goes three quarters of the way around and then, or halfway around and then stops or don't know. But, I can't imagine it does. I imagine they're just not running it. Yeah, I would have thought so as well. Which no must mean there's like because that takes a lot of people out of the general park. Obviously, yeah. that train. So yeah. the idea of that being shut for a, a long time is scary as someone who's going to Magic Kingdom soon. Like when I think of the foot traffic in that place, anyway, the idea that. Yeah. hundreds and hundreds of people that might have been on a train at any one time are not on the train anymore it's like oh I guess you hope that you go at the right time so that you're going sort of when kids are at school and all this of stuff of course yes for sure but the fact that the Tomorrowland Speedway is being um, ripped out temporarily partially has got some people suggesting that it could be in for some sort of retheme. And there have been murmurings of the Wreck-It Ralph, yeah, like Candy Race or whatever it's yeah. actually called, which I, I I'm not a big fan of. No, uh, it doesn't fit the theme of the land. No, it would look very jarring next to all the future sci-fi yeah. of Tomorrowland because it's all very much pinks and uh, it is. chocolate and you know reds and that sort of thing. Whereas yeah. Tomorrowland is blues and steels and stuff like that. Yeah. Very metallic and and what do you think? Because I, I don't know if you saw this, but um, who's the, who's the guy in charge of the whole, the whole Disney? Bob Iger. Bob Iger is head of the whole of Disney. Yeah, so he was uh, quoted somewhere. Basically, it sounded like he was being quite dismissive of theme park rides that didn't have an IP attached to them. Oh so yeah, if you saw this. A hundred percent. And then someone basically called him up on it or pulled him up on it. Sorry, on Twitter. Uh, I can't remember what the ride he was specifically talking about now. He basically then said, well, oh, it's Expedition Everest. That was the ride. Which is a great ride. He was uh, specifically alluding to, or people thought he was alluding to with his comments. And he basically came out and said, no, wait, like, I still think these kinds of rides have value. I think, you know, Expedition Everest is fantastically themed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a shame the... uh... Are you worried at all that under the current, like, Disney are gravitating more towards, like... Uh, established IP at the expense of unique theme park experiences. Are you worried about that? Because obviously they tried to do it the other way. They tried to make their theme park IP into something more with stuff like Pirates, which did work, uh, Haunted yeah. Mansion, which did not. Uh, no. Jungle Cruise is coming out this year. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, were... they did Tomorrowland. They did a whole land. They did. They did. You're which I wrong. thought was a so cool, such a cool idea. I was. Really, I've never seen it because I was so bummed when it turned out it wasn't good. Because I you thought it a... would be great and it looked cool and it was Brad Bird who I love. Yeah. And the idea that it didn't turn out at least good. The intro is really good. Cool. Like the. Uh, I don't know if there's maybe there'll still be stuff to enjoy for someone like me. Beginning maybe. sequence is really cool. I think you will. I think you would. There's like some really cool ideas about it yeah. that are linked to the park. Yeah. And the sort of founding of, you know, the Disney park attraction stuff. Mm. It's really cool and. Uh, you know, it's a small world in the in the film. Oh well, I'm sold. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this, but I remember this was a few years ago now. But there were there was a lot of talk, and I don't know if it was ever confirmed that they were gonna that Disney were were working on a Night at the Museum style film set in the Magic Kingdom. Yes, I don't know if that that obviously never happened. But no, I don't know if it's still on the cards at no. all or what? No, I guess not. That would have been neat. Oh, that was around the same time as Tomorrowland, I believe. Yeah, probably and then Tomorrowland was. bombed, and then they were like, nah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah what, what do you think about them? I mean, do you, are you worried about them 
gravitating more towards IP, then yes, I think moving forward, yes, I know. Building new stuff, it's inevitably going to have be attached to films and things. But are you worried that they're going to go back and strip out stuff like is Thunder Mountain going to become something else at some point? Is it's a it's an interesting one. So um, obviously, a lot of people, including myself, have a lot of nostalgia for these old rides yeah. that aren't attached to or weren't originally attached to IPs, mm. uh, like your Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, obviously Splash Mountain, Big Thunder, Space. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Whereas a lot of people... Uh, so I'm going with my parents and my brother and his family uh, in May. Uh, and he was saying how the last time he went, he thought that a lot of the Disney stuff, certainly Magic Kingdom, was dated. Which is understandable. But he, Is it though? He doesn't I have... I hope you gave him a stern look. Uh, I did. I did yeah. give him a stern look. Yeah. Uh, or but a hard it, stare, I guess Paddington would say. It's the... It's what people come to expect these days, I guess. I guess. Uh, and I very much think that, not necessarily to blame, but Universal uh, started the trend. But Universal was always that. That was always ride the movies. That was That's always been the pitch. And although they, yeah, they, they have replaced yeah. or, or rethemed, to be fair but, to them, mostly just flat out replaced rides based on older films. It's not like they were replace. It's not like they've been replacing things that were theme park original. Like they're just no. That the, the Universal strategy. Don't get me wrong. I miss those old rides some more than others, but I can't really argue when you know at the time that was all about. Hey, ride the biggest movies of the day. If they still want to keep with that, then inevitably things are going to get updated and replaced. Whereas with Disney, it's not necessarily always been just. Oh yeah, just ride the stuff that we own. Basically, no. Yeah. Um. And if it becomes that, I think, yeah, it will lose some of I guess what if, makes if it you special. Think, you know, uh, Animal King, even Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom came before Islands, right? Uh, they were right around the same time. I think, I think they, I think so. Yeah, I think Animal Kingdom was ninety eight. I think Islands was ninety nine. Right, and obviously, even then, yeah, Islands and Animal are completely different kind of parks. Yeah, but so the so the nearest sort of comparison between Islands and Disney is. What is now Hollywood Studios in terms yeah. of being a sort of actual theme park sort of thing going on with rides, and that came a long time before, or a fair bit before that came before Universal did around the same time as Universal did. Yeah, Universal's always been a bit newer, anyway, yeah. because of that. The um, cool kid on the block. Yeah, and Magic Kingdom, your granddad's theme park. Is that the concern? Do you think for Disney? Yeah, obviously Harry Potter came along mm. uh, completely. You know shredded two of the parks replaced a lot of the stuff there uh, Kong, new Kong's obviously come in uh, which is brand new and Disney hasn't really had anything in comparison to any of those and that's why you're getting half of Hollywood Studios ripped up to put in Star Wars land well yeah I mean that, I should I was when I was saying earlier like if, it, if I was trying to if I was making it sound like all Disney do is re-theme rides like that's not true. We should remember that. Look at it. Like Star Wars Land is a massive project. <laughs> clearly, that is going to have two new, presumably state-of-the-art rides. Yes, and plenty of other opportunities to interact with yeah. Star Wars stuff, which it's, will be very cool. Um, and obviously the Toy Story stuff. So yeah, that's it's, it's clearly a, not all they do. And it's in a fairness, tough battle between yeah. uh, you know catering to the nostalgia of people that have been coming there with their families for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and catering to people that don't care about that. 
Yeah. I just want the new hotness. Yeah. With the IPs and the like, uh, the Norway ride, which was in Epcot, yeah, was no. replaced by Frozen, uh, Frozen. Mm. Uh, and a lot of uh, fans of the ro- original ride were not happy. Were not happy. You know what Disney told them? Let it go, mate. Let it go. Uh, there's rumours of uh, the Three Caballeros ride in Mexico being replaced by a Coco ride. That's one of the only rides I did at Epcot when I went. I had a pretty miserable experience the one time I've ever been to Epcot. Right. We went yeah. for half a day and it was raining and yeah. no one thought a whole lot of what we did. Apart from Mission Space, which made everyone feel bizarre. Epcot is not one that you want to do in the rain, that is for sure. No. Because there's a lot of walking. There certainly is. Um, but I quite enjoy it. I like uh, seeing the... You want to kind of stand... I get the impression that, you know, it's never going to be my favourite park because I like rides. And yep. if I'm not doing rides, I like... Well, I like the I like, I like animals. Yeah. Like, that, just walking around looking at manufactured buildings is like, not in, not hugely interesting to me. No. But, yeah, I think, like you say, Epcot, if you... It, it's best chance of impressing you is if it's a nice day and you can sort of soak up the atmosphere. Yeah. If it's raining and you're just standing underneath things trying to make a break for a ride or whatever, it's, yeah, I it's always a like, crap way to my, experience it. My way of enjoying the World Showcase part of Epcot is to basically take the mick out of it. Fair enough. Um, like in America, when they start doing the... The song starts playing, and it's also the song that is used in Team America. <laughs> okay. Uh, apart from... Team America takes it one way. To just walk around like a puppet then when you're in America. No, I start singing the actual, the the Team America version of the song. Which is rather more profanity filled than the one that Disney play. And you, you believe walk, or not, you walk around the, the England area like, all right, mate, yeah, all right, gov, glassing people. That was a piece, that was a piece. Oh, mate, got dog and bone, dog and bone, dog and bone. Is everyone who works in the England bit of Epcot like skinhead? They are actually English. Oh, are they? Yeah, or oh. from the UK, okay. uh, Britain. I think it's yeah. Each so each section of Epcot is staffed by people from that country. Oh, right, that's cool. Yeah, oh. and it'll tell you on their badge where they're from. Yeah, and you get to talk, talking to people. Do, are they going to get rid of England after Brexit? Are we leaving, <laughs> are we leaving the world showcase? Yeah, leave means leave, Josh. Any international relations that we have, we need to leave back in the past. Well, we're right next to France. Oh, well, we definitely need to get out. Yeah. You know, they need to shuffle us around to like Mexico. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to be snuggling up to mm. the rest of the world. Broadening Absolutely. our horizons. Absolutely. Indeed. Uh, you know, go next to Japan with our new... They've lifted their... Yes. Beef uh, ban. Yeah, yeah. Is there a Japan section in Epcot then? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Snuggle up next to Epcot. Epcot. Japan. Japan. Snuggle up next to Japan. I can't go anywhere without mentioning Brexit. It's a real shame. Yeah. I really like the. I really like some of the rides. I thought, I thought you were going to say. Uh, I really like Brexit. I've come round on the idea. Love, it. Actually. Love the it's idea. Great. Yeah. Um, I really like some of the rides at Epcot. I like. I. I, I kind of like. I like Mission Space. Um, yeah. Which is the one where you're in. You go to Mars. Yes. Uh, I like Spaceship Earth. Which yeah. is the one in the big golf ball. Uh, yeah. You're in like a weird yeah, I did train that one. thing. Yeah, that was a, that was weird. I yeah, don't it's really kind of bizarre, it but it's, I don't know. It's again, uh-huh. it's a nostalgia thing for me. I think. Fair enough. Yeah. Soren, uh, although they've changed. Soren, that. I thought was bad, and I went on it um, before they changed it and updated it. Oh, okay. And I just thought the tech was terrible. Like it was a terrible. Like, the screen was so low res. Yeah, that was, was, that so, was one of the problems. But yeah. a lot of people say that they haven't filmed the new one on correct cameras. 
and so you can see because obviously the screen is curved because mm. it's an IMAX screen basically and you can see where it, the video wasn't supposed to curve oh right but obviously it's now like warped on this curved screen that sounds like a really awful oversight for yeah Disney for, Disney. To make for what is one of their sort of go-to rides at that yeah, park because they didn't because it was soaring over California yeah which was, I think the really cool bit is you fly over like the orange mangroves yeah and you can smell the orange yeah um, whereas now it's soaring over the world so you get America you get uh, China UK uh, Paris I think I think you sort of you, fly oh, you over. can't fly over the UK because there's drones yeah alas and after Brexit there won't be any well, planes no, of course, flights, yeah so. You just get held up. The ride like is like six hours extra lengthwise <laughs> after Brexit. So you just get the ride. That's all right because Chris has got well, that new customs, ferry service. Eh? Chris has got that new ferry service. That's fine. Yes, exactly. Well, <laughs> ferrying uh, over California. Ferrying over California. <laughs> yeah, it's nearly over though, Josh. Yeah, less than three months now. And yeah, then it's done. Yeah, and then Paramount Park will be finished. Exactly. Yeah, uh, that's what they're holding it for. Yeah, after Brexit, they want to make sure. They've got the news agenda locked on them. Yes. Like, all right, Brexit's done. Now let's do the park. Imagine that. Imagine if that was like actually the case. Maybe. Who mm. knows? Who knows? We can but dream. And in other news, yeah. Paramount Park's actually happening. Wait! It's not though. No. In our dreams. Yeah. In our collective Maybe, dreams. you know, we'll be able to buy a house on the estate though. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. This is rather spiralling out of control, yeah, this podcast. But, it's all uh, a bit downbeat. Tron. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, but we are looking forward to Tron. Yes, let's not forget. Uh, I think that'll just about do it for this week. Yeah. We are feeling our way into the new year. It's going to be a big one for theme parks. There's lots of stuff happening and uh, news is trickling out all the time. Oh, yeah, we're, we're planning some trips. Obviously, we were both going to Disney World this year. That's true, yeah. The, we the are. Orlando area. Yeah. We're, we're, well... It's a bit up in the air because we, well, we're going. We just don't know exactly where we're going to be exactly. Okay. Because we've sort of, we've booked a house that is kind of way too good to be true in terms of its price. Right. Um, it's in the resort where we always stay and it was basically the only one left because we left it quite, it was quite an impulse decision to go. Sure. And we came across this house and thought, huh, this is basically the only one that suits our needs that's in this place at this time. And it's cheap. Something's not quite right, but we'll book it. And the guy that owns it assures us everything's fine. Expedia are being a little bit wishy-washy, enough for us to start doubting the whole thing. Right. But it's still booked, and Have you we're booked a bit f- worried that we're going to turn up and there'll be someone else in there. You've like, booked it through Expedia? Yes. Right. Normally, we go. my dad goes straight to the people. Right, of course. But anyway... A topic for another day. We'll yeah. see how what comes of that. But yeah, yes. your point is correct. Technically, we are both planning trips to Disney World this uh, year. Yes, and Universal and all that comes. And Bush Gardens now because it's got booze, mate. Booze, booze, biz, biz, biz. Uh, and we're gonna try and go to some of the UK parks this year. I think. Yeah, we're certainly gonna look into it. Legoland. I'm gonna hijack a child. <laughs> at the, uh, you can't do that. Car park. You can't do that. You're, you're with me. So just just rock, your older brother rock and, up to a family and go, all right, mate, can, uh, can we just... Can I just borrow your kids? Because I want to go on and watch the Bionicle show or whatever. Do you think they still got that? They used to have a big Lego Hagrid, I think. He still Probably. Yeah. They still have the Harry Potter Lego, so... Well, better hijack that child then, I guess. Christ. 
All right, everyone. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, we think I don't know. I might be. Tom might have been arrested. <laughs> Who knows? All right. See you later. Bye bye. Whoa. Oh. What? Where, where can they find us, Tom? Well, you can find me in jail. <laughs> um, uh, and I won't have access to my social media. But no. If, if you still do, Josh. Yep. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Park Rush Podcast, SoundCloud, Park Rush, or just parkrush.com. Yep. And you can email us podcast at parkrush.com. Park yeah. All right. Now see you. Goodbye. <laughs>